look at this guy acting acting here. Okay. Uh, okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another free fantasy podcast. You see, you're coming out of Dags, trying to trick us with his Barcelona gear. <laughs> Switch it to Liverpool with his big, big club energy. Oh uh, yeah, man. Dags, thanks for coming on. Yep, no problem, no problem, no problem. EJ, as always, with our Ateta energy, Atekas, you know, they're they are, they are on a they are, they are on a good run now. So yeah. Um, hey guys, before we start, uh, everyone, if you're watching this, you can find us on YouTube at Footy Fantasy. You can find us on Facebook, actually, Footy Fans. You can find us on Instagram, um, Fantasy Footy on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You know, if you like for Twitter battles, I'm on there every time. Ready? It's Footy AD Fantasy on Twitter, and we have a podcast also. It's called the Footy Fantasy, F-O-O-T-I-E, Fantasy One Word Podcast. Anywhere you can find your podcast, you can find us on there. Today, we'll be reviewing the Liverpool-Chelsea game, which is the big game for the weekend. Uh, rather, Chelsea-Liverpool game, the Arsenal-West Ham game, and maybe, maybe we get to it, we can review the, the Palace-Manchester Don't run. Game. <laughs> Don't run. <laughs> it's going to happen. And we'll also talk about the most improved player from each team that people predict. Dax, tell us, tell us about the game. What are your thoughts? All right, so I guess, yes, of course, start off with the best, the game of the weekend, yes. Um, Liverpool versus Chelsea. Um, good game. Um, Chelsea put in a good first half. They got me a little bit worried. I think the most, uh, the, the biggest threat came from Chelsea in the first half. They looked very dangerous on the break. And they just needed to get more clinical passes over and then they probably would have been in on goal. I do have to give Fabinho credit. I was a little bit concerned when I saw his name on the, on the um, starting lineup, in the starting lineup. Um, but man, he contained uh, Werner well. Like he had him in his pocket. Like the way, I was impressed the way he would kind of position himself. Like you think, oh man, this guy is about to be beaten. But yeah. he'll, he'll set him up. And then you just win the ball off of him. And I was also getting very worried. Like he was, he wasn't giving him any room. And at first I was like, man, it's just a quick turn away from um, Werner leaving him behind. But he actually took care of the guy pretty well. So that was pretty impressive. Um, maybe a sign of things to come with Thiago. I don't know that. Hey, club, <laughs> club, man. I, I was like, I thought it was just one of those things where they, they will attach a name to everybody. I'm like, ah, whatever, man. It's, we're going into the same season, going into the next season with the same people. But well, we pulled it off. We pulled it off. And uh, that's a class player. Just watching the guy, second half, they brought him in. Um, of course, you know, they were one, Chelsea was one man down. So it was a, probably a perfect time to bring the guy in, less pressure, and just watch the guy work. You could see the class oozing out of him. And um, I expected more. Like, I thought it was like, okay, man, it's, a, it's going to be a whooping for goal. But I know, like, Klopp, past, what, two seasons or so, he's been about pacing. And I, 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 he doesn't tend to go for it like rock and roll football like he used to do in the past, where it's just like full throttle, full throttle. He's more about controlling the game and pacing. And I guess he's looking at the length of the season, right? So right. it made sense. So... Um, we won. That's all that matters. And I'm impressed. My I guess God. we're going to win it again this year. <laughs> it's just the first, second year of the season. Calm down. Calm down. Hey, this is Manchester United energy in me, man. Is this what it feels like? Is this what it feels like? <laughs> oh, my God. 
goodness. Uh, <laughs> if I didn't have a podcast, man, I, I probably would have switched up on soccer. EJ, <laughs> 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 what are your thoughts? Just keep chiming on anything chiming about the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched the game. Um, I agree. First half, I thought Chelsea, you know, they showed themselves a bit. I thought they would pull something off. Um, Werner looked to me, I guess that Fabinho controlled him, but Werner looked like he, he wasn't, you know, quick to make shots. Like, I felt like he had chances that he didn't take. Yeah. So, overall, I think you guys deserve the win. The penalty, I, I mean, that tackle was just horrendous. At first, it was yellow card. I was like, what are you talking about? That's not yellow card. He, he thought he was a backpack. I was like, I, is this football? I, was like, I thought it was American football. I actually said it on Facebook. I was like, what is going on? Yes. I was like, no, you can't do that. So, yeah, that was a, that was a, um, a free kick, I guess, red card. So, that was well-deserved. And then their penalty that they couldn't score, Jorginho. Like, I'm sure Chelsea fans are dying right now. <laughs> Kepa and that second goal was a gift. Second goal was a gift. Penalty probably could have been 1-1 based on what happened. Like, you know, you know. So, Liverpool, I still think I have Liverpool winning the league just because I just don't trust City yet. I need to see City first. So, I have Liverpool win. I had them winning the league. But I don't think you guys are... I, I'm not. I'm not buying it yet. We'll see next week. <laughs> see next I can't week. wait. Okay. <laughs> I can't EJ, wait. EJ has dropped, has dropped the gauntlet. So next week, mm, okay. For, for me, quick thoughts about it is that oh, Thiago. So Liverpool have two players who I always, always wanted. One is Fabinho. I remember when, not to talk about Manchester too much, but when we got Matic instead of Fabinho, I was I was shattered because I knew what Fabinho was. The fact that you could play my right back. He, could, he is a very good DM, a world-class DM, yeah. and he can also play center by when there are problems. Having players like that, so, so critical. It's so critical. It is, in a long-term title, it's so critical. Thiago, I mean, there, there's nothing else to say about Thiago. We saw what in the Champions League. That's the ultimate match control guy, and it's very obvious what Klopp is doing, right? Liverpool, everybody knows where their creative come from. It's down the, down the wind. Like he said, people started trying to source them out towards the end of last season. Klopp is a, he knows this. He knows people are going to prepare. He has given them a new dimension now. Now they can go down the middle. You know, if you try to overload your flags, they come down the middle. So yeah, this in my opinion, I might have to change my title prediction. At the end of the transfer window, I put them a second, but now until I see City, like you say, one, and City doesn't get a centre back, a world class centre back, it has to be Liverpool because everything is they've strengthened what they had. City have lost. David Silva. So how do they copy that? Yeah. So that, that's where, why I like Where is injured too? It's in November. Yeah. So yeah, it has to be City, in my opinion, right now. Sorry, sorry. It has to be Liverpool right now. Or to City do something, some a, a statement signing. It has to be Liverpool for sure, right now. That's what. That's all I see. Thank Sadly you, enough. Thank you very much. Sadly enough. Coming say that me. again. I didn't hear. Could you say? EJ, Arsenal, West Ham. That's what I'm saying now. Arsenal, West Ham. Tell me about Arsenal. Arsenal West Ham. That's um, a challenge. It was a, it was That's a, a challenge. We're we're a title <laughs> on the the outskirts of challenging. Oh, outskirts. We are challenging for the people that are challenging. <laughs> challenging, <laughs> okay. challenging. That's, that's what I would say. I still think we're we're a long way off. And yeah, yesterday's, yeah. yesterday's game was kind of clear in that we have so much work to do. We're not we're not a co we're not the perfect team yet. And we were so far off. Um, first half was good. First half, to me, anyway, Arsenal's performance was was fine. 
And it, it didn't look that way to the casual observer, but it was good. Like we contained West Ham. And I, I know it sounds, I like yeah. I can't, my agendas cannot work. <laughs> I, I cannot do like I said, come outside anymore. Like, every game is coming down. Like, good. And I'll be honest with you, me and Laka, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge Laka fan. I, I, I think he, he, he scored a good goal yesterday. He scored a good goal the first game, but I don't trust him yet. I still think he has opportunity to like improve. Like, he's, he has so much room for improvement that you know I feel like he's not consistent. But that's a different story, and I, I, I think it will come out in the next few games uh, because he's still not showing me that consistency. Uh, West Ham, they tried to show themselves. I would say similar to how Chelsea tried to show themselves against Liverpool. They should know that we are their senior brothers in London, uh, and we should have one. We're at home. It doesn't happen. <laughs> no, I mean Chelsea to Liverpool, West Ham to Arsenal. Okay, I would okay. say that's what I mean. Um, so yeah, they I, remember they didn't play well their first game. I think they lost their first match. So they, you know, they they, they don't want to go down zero to two. Second half of our game, they really really showed out. They scored. Um, they scored towards the end of the first half. Um, and then came out the second half, all guns blazing. I really, I felt like they came out at us. And it different. You guys know how Arsenal's defense last season would have would have collapsed in under that kind of pressure. I would say we almost did collapse with Leno. He had a couple of close calls. There's one time he dropped the ball right in front of in front of um, the West Ham player, and they almost scored again. More clinical finishers will probably put us at two one deficit by probably around 60 minutes. So. Overall, I mean, we got our goal. Second goal, my boy, Eddie Inketia, the poacher. I call him a little weasel. He's very small. You don't even notice him. And next thing, boom, he's scoring a goal. So that's, that's kind of what, and everyone Arsenal fan, you know, there are not, not a lot of us that are big fans of him. I'm a really big fan of him. Oh, but oh, we're going to, ex- I don't know. Oh, you don't know why I'm a fan of him? Yeah, I I saw him three years ago. I was like, this kid will always score goals. So I like goal scorers. He's just, he's just, I don't think he does anything else other than score goals. So, yeah, um, I think if we, we just, we, we have so much work to do, but I, I, you can see that Arteta has already done so much with what we have. And you remember, we're playing with a lot of new people, like Gabriel is new, um, a few, uh, William is new to us anyway. So a couple of new tweaks of like systems. Even yesterday when we started, Tierney was supposed to start. We put Kolasinac in. I'm pretty sure Kolasinac, there was no plan to even include him in the game yesterday. So it was a tricky game for us, especially because, like I said, new players, team changes at um, the start of the game. But we put it off. That's all that matters. And that's what we want to see. We want to see us like winning these games that become a little bit tricky for us. Okay. Good, good I think Gabriel is a good signing. That's one. Ah, uh, yeah. It looks like a, so far he's look comfortable. Who knows? He might get infected by the other people. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> he starts defending crazy. But he looks good for sure. Uh, no, but we just to give Arteta credit though. I oh think, yes. Like, that's actually why I, I actually have Arsenal. May I be break into break into top three? It may come third or fourth because of the fact that a lot of teams don't respect them. I mean, obviously, if you've seen where they've been, so people are going to come out and play. And Arteta has done a good job of actually giving them an identity and giving them structure, right? Um, so, and that's going to, they're going to blitz a lot of people because of that. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, like to to um, a point earlier, right? Like normally you'd see Arsenal crumble in those type of situations. Things were a little bit shaky, but then they were still they still managed to stand the test and yeah. and they came out on top and they got a scrappy win, which you, you probably wouldn't have seen that happen um, last season, a couple of seasons ago. So yeah. I, I agree, I agree. And for West Ham, I mean, that's my early shout for manager sacking. I think they <laughs> must be the first to go. That's that's my early shout. I think David Moyes is going. David Moyes is going to be first to go, in my opinion. David Moyes and uh, is it that going to be him or Scott Parker? Those are one of the first people that I do. This is manager sacking. That's my early, 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 early shout. Okay, this Scott Parker bring Fulham from the championship. Yeah. He so them. he brought them through. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he did. That's my early. That's my early shout. Uh, we'll go to Manchester United. My beloved Manchester United. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'll I'll be quick with this summary. Uh, I think that was a terrible performance for sure. I mean, people attribute it to fitness. Okay, that's fine. That's possible. Um, whatever it is, you know, same team that played last season, pretty much apart from Wan Bissaka not playing and Daniel James returning back to the starting lineup. I think that was terrible. That was a terrible performance. The fact that we got screwed. And then I'm going to steal someone's line I found somewhere online. I got screwed by a man, by a manager who should be in self-isolation. <laughs> a vulnerable manager right now. Screwed by Chelsea United. Oh my God. <laughs> the oldest manager in the league. <laughs> the most vulnerable manager when it comes to... I don't want to joke about COVID is a serious thing, guys. I, I take it very serious. But just, just to let everybody know. I saw that's that how song. much, that's how little of a threat he thought you guys were. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, that should be. Uh, I got screwed by him. I mean, second time in a row. We lost to Crystal Palace at home. Yes, I think yeah. Second or third game last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a game. You know, I mean, this, that was a shambolic performance. No excuses. No other Crystal Palace can get into Manchester United. I know we need signings, but we need signings to challenge. Possibly challenge. That's that's that was always the narrative. We never needed size to beat Crystal Palace. So I'm not one of those people making excuses. Still very early days. Still need more data from the team. Uh, I'm going to keep a lot of cost to myself. <laughs> still need more data, but I'm not convinced for sure about the coach and about the current setup. I'm not convinced, but still early days. Five after five to ten years, I'll make my I'll take my stand when it comes to the manager. But I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced at, at all. Because I've seen too many of these performances too many times, you know. Before, when the team was, you have enough players early, early of last season, towards the end of last season, you know, a lot of those performances like we were very lucky last five, six games, I, I think, apart from one or two. You know, sorry how we got found out in Europa easily, you know. So, yeah, I, I am not convinced for sure. We lost two semifinals under this manager. And none of the semi-finals do we even look like we're going to go to maybe Sevilla for a little bit, but nah, I'm not convinced at all. So you, you we, were almost there, you made it, you were close. You semi-finals. were close. We put put pressure, <laughs> apply pressure, FC. Spurs, we thought to Spurs, like, apply pressure. <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy, Oluche. <laughs> apply pressure, FC. But no, that's not who we are. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Crystal Palace look good. It looks like Zaha my, you know. I'm surprised Zaha is still there. I, I do not know. This is like, this is called, called living in bondage, part three. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> this is living in bondage. My goodness. This guy has consistent. Every season, Zaha is going. 
and it stays yeah. there. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on Manchester United. Early days, I don't know. I don't think this is going to be a good season anyway. And I, I, when class Tramido closes, I'm definitely going to revise, depending on who we get, I'm definitely going to revise my, my predictions for the four, for sure. A lot of things are changing. Do you think you're getting Sancho? No. Oh. I've already told a lot of people I don't. I don't think it's happening this season. Okay. I, I say this guy for a lot of reasons. Uh, yes, they say Michel Zork, I said it before about Dembele. Yeah, that's true. But guess what happened? Um, Barcelona overpaid for Dembele. That's why that happened. Manchester mm -hmm. is not going to overpay. That's, that one's for sure. One. Number two, the only way I see any possibility is if Sancho forces the move. If he mm -hmm. does, like, doesn't come to trade, if he forces and bomb bridges. I don't think he wants to do that. Mm. Number three, the mo and this one is the most important. I was telling some of my Manchester United buddies, no manager comes out. I've never seen it. Or maybe people have done it. Someone can quote me. Apart from when the player forces the move, no manager comes out blatantly to say, until he has had a discussion with the player, to say, my player, he said it. Their, their manager came out blatantly. I said in their first press conference, I'm happy Sancho is staying here gotcha. this season. Yeah. Managers don't do that. I remember over the history, when Unless they know. Yes. When Maguire was going, they tried to call him Rogers, didn't see anything. When Pogba was 50-50, last season, when they tried to call him Social, it, it was until, I think, halfway through the season, he came out and said, Pogba is not going anywhere. When he wasn't sure, he didn't see anything. Yes, no. Coaches never see anything until they find discussions. So when sure. I heard that, I knew that he's not going this season. Okay. That's my opinion. Anyway, I might be wrong, but that's what I think. I don't think he's going. I don't think we're going to Sancho. I think we're going to end up going for alternatives. We're not going to Sancho. Or we'll go and buy a defender. Maybe we'll go and get Kulibano and, and splash the cash. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. I, don't think, I think Sancho is trade for this season at sale. That's, mm. that's my opinion. I think Sancho's best bet is if you do the deal of, you know, pay ahead of the following season, like they do with Pulisic, like you guys in Keita, you know. That's, that's the best thing I think I see happen with Sancho. But for this season, I think that ship has sailed. That's, that's my opinion. A lot of people are very optimistic. Nah, I don't okay. see that thing. Well, I have Manchester United finishing fifth. I didn't think I saw enough last year. Like you said, I felt like there was a lot of lucky wins. Yeah. And um, a lot of the penalties, are, even though the penalties, have, I would say 50% of them were deserved. The other, the other 50 were kind of shaky. So I always felt like you hadn't shown us enough to, to um, especially with Chelsea improving. Like you would have to say Chelsea would be in top four. And I felt like we would, because... We, we were doing better, or we, we show that we can now match you guys. By you guys, I mean the top six. Arsenal, over last season, towards the tail end, took the scalps off of Liverpool, off of City, <laughs> off of Chelsea, off of United. So we're showing that we can you know, match the big boys, which was, I would say, 60% of our problem. And then couple that with a few wins from the, or a lot of wins from the um, other in, 14 or 13, I guess, we could sneak into top four. That's why I had you guys out. But like you said, if you guys get a solid, more solid defense, then that's probably a toss-up position. Correct, yeah. That, yeah. Changes, that changes everything, I think. Yeah, sure. I wish I could say I had a prediction from Manchester United. I just, I just don't do predictions for bottom teams. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. And uh, maybe... Eight, eight. You, you try your best. I believe in you guys. Go do it. Go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but seriously, though, I, I do have you guys. Um, have you guys fifth? 
have you guys picked? I think my 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 five, six, seven are kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Um, I'd say Manchester United. I think Tottenham is going to is going to force something. I it's, I can't bet against Mourinho. I don't know how long he'll last, though. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and then um, <laughs> his, his second season, he'll be okay. You know, Next right? year is out. Yeah. Um, and then um, I actually think that um, I, well, I have a bogey team. I have Everton. I think Everton is going to surprise people. Ooh. I think, so. I think Everton is going to surprise fair. people. I think, so too. I think they will definitely sneak into top eight. I don't know if it's going to be like sitting at that eighth position or they'll probably may make themselves get as far as five or six or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Leicester City. I mean, Brendan Rodgers is a good coach. Come on. I think he'll... You'll find a way to keep Leicester playing at the at the top level. So yeah, I think he's a good coach. He's not a great coach, but he's a good coach. Yeah. He just always that. fumbles the bag towards the end of the season. Yeah. That's he just has that thing. Sometimes I think he's lost, but sometimes he just fumbles the bag. Yeah. I think. So yeah. So staying with uh, that, who do you think will be your most improved player for this season? Most improved, I would say Nabi Keita. And I'll say that because baby Keta, I mean baby Keta. Ah. It's baby Keta. Ah. <laughs> That's his hey. name. Okay. We're still waiting for him to grow up. No, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you'll be growing up right in front of your eyes. Oh, okay. Play. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> it's two, it's two goes to assist. Type of numbers, please. <laughs> but, but honestly, like when you when the guy comes to play, you can see why we got him, right? And I think like the issue has been, I mean, injuries have been there too. Yeah. I think that there's probably also um, a lack of consistency, and you've seen like um, um, Jurgen Klopp has been playing him a lot more. Um, I I think though, um, with that favoritism though comes a little consistency, and that's where. Tiago coming in is going to add competition as mm. well as friends point somebody who we can actually learn from because I mean um, Tiago brings has essentially the same sort of tools in his toolkit so um, I think that that's going to be an opportunity for Nabi to really step his game up and realize man if I if I up man there's no there's no scheme for me right now the issue is I guess they prefer to play um, um, the ideal situation would be to play Thiago right in front of the 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 um, our back four, um, which creates that room for him. But I don't think there's anything that stops them from kind of like rotating around. I think that's the good thing about Thiago. He can actually essentially kind of play like box to box if he needs to. Um, so I'm, I think because I think Naby is going to have a great season this year um, and the competition is going to be good for him and he's going to shock a lot of people. Uh, I, I know he's there. And uh, he's going to, I look forward to, I hope he starts him as we play. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ca- I'm counting, I'm counting. So, so two games now. Zero goals, right? Zero goals, zero assists, right? <laughs> We're waiting. I'm counting every every time. Okay. Maybe Keita will come up. EJ, who is going to be your most improved player for Arsenal? This is a hard question. I want it to be Pepe. I want Pepe to, <laughs> like, just take over, like, you know, take off. Um, but... I think I think it will be Saka. I, I think it will be Saka. Saka is, you know, I think he won. He, he was that by far youngest, uh, best young player for last season. Maybe not by far, by enough because Martinelli got injured. Um, but I think we'll see even more from him this year. Um, yesterday, I thought he was all over the place, but then our team, you know, we didn't have a really good game altogether yesterday, so you couldn't see the effects of Saka. But then he got that assist at the end. Um, so yeah, but he's he's just really bright, and I feel like 
there's there'll be more opportunity for him to show himself and we will see like him going to the next step in our team uh, Arteta definitely believes in him it's hard to it's hard for me to pick someone else I, I don't want to say Shaka I think Shaka already kind of improved upon himself within last season Shaka had like two seasons last year um I don't think he'll do any better uh, yeah, I think he's hit the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Shabayos, I don't know. I don't even like him as well as I thought I would, so I can't pick him. So I think I have to go with Saka. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, for Manchester United, I don't have anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Maguire, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have one, just a wild card, and my name will happen. I think, I think he's going to be very bad. Uh, I say this because he's very injury prone. Although he had that first very good season years and years ago, like four years ago, his first season at Mourinho, it was really really good. Mm-hmm. But every last season he has been out of nasty injuries. Yeah. But I think just because of where we are this season, with all the pressure that will come from the media, maybe there's no money available. I think Social is going to drop Lindelof and go to Bayern, and Bayern is going to improve us a lot. It's quicker, it's the quickest defender we have. Mm-hmm. It's the quickest defender we have, like by by a mile. There's no He's the quickest defender. The only problem is he's very clumsy. He's a clumsy defender, you know. But the thing is, what's the trade-off, right? And the clumsy doesn't happen every game. Clumsy doesn't happen every two, three games. What's the trade-off, you know? Because the thing is, we want to play that high line. You have to have a quick defender. If not, it'll be just too easy, you know. It might not be as bad as Southampton, but everybody will just suss you out. Like, the Premier League is too... It's a league that, like, it's just... Premier League now, it's now almost like other sports, like NFL, NBA, like people watch video films and films of video and they attack your weaknesses. I mean, last three, four games of Liverpool before today, people were attacking Van Dyke's with the weakness of Liverpool. Yeah. You know, they were. They were just making sure that Van Dyke was taken away, you know, Pulling and they were attacking, they they were attacking yeah. that space between Van Dyke and, yeah. uh, and Trent. People yeah. were doing it. Leeds did it. Arsenal did it. Like, People need to understand that that's how advanced the Premier League when it comes to like tactics. People are attacking people's weaknesses. And if we did not make that switch, I mean, we will get ripped apart. We will. Like, we'll concede so many goals this season. That's um, that, uh, fantastic. Like, people had in their head about a good defense. And I kept screaming at people like, dude, the only reason why it looks like we had a good defense last season was because we spent a chunk of last season playing six deep block and counter attack with like. Mm-hmm. At, at, at so many points last season, we had five, six defenders, right? He said yeah. that we played back three, we played back five, and we still played that two deep line midfielders. Yeah. So there were just a lot of bodies behind the ball. The second reason why we had a good defense last night, and the primary most important reason, was Aaron Juan Bissaka. Two Bissaka. That guy's like a spider, right? He, <laughs> he made the most tackles. He was protecting our back four. There were so many times yeah. he was stopping counter attacks. He just, every time, like, and that people now see that, okay, this guy is good at, one-on-one defending. This guy is good at like interception. What are we going to do? We're going to start doubling up on him. You know, that's what we started last season. So yeah. the last season they were doubling up on him. Sevilla showed us straight away. They knew he was weak on the ball. So they will, they will double up on him and they start pressing him. But we try to play on the back. They let everybody, they let Maguire do. Once he gets to one Bissaka watching people, boom, they start pressing. Wow. They press immediately because they know he's not good on the ball. You know, so that's what we need to understand, in my opinion, about the Premier League. People attack those weaknesses. So I think our most improved defender will player will be Eric Bay. Um and that's what I think because I know Lindelof is yeah his time is his time is up being a mm-hmm. first team player he's going he's going to get benched I can see that because the pressure will be too much on social and he has to react so 
that, that's my opinion. Uh, I think we've kind of come to the end of this. Uh, we'll see how the rest are. We've not seen City yet. City plays tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good to review that. I don't know if I watch the game. City Wolves play tomorrow. Uh, but this Premier League is going to be interesting. That's- I hope so. I, also, right. I want. I wanted to be. I wanted. I. I thought last season was going to be a tight race. I was looking mm-hmm. forward to a tight race. I'm not complaining that we ran away with it, <laughs> but, I, but I actually was looking forward to a tight race, and yeah. I hope it is a tight race this season as well. I'm more I mean, used to this feeling of, hey, I'm comfortable. You know, <laughs> I like. I like it when I'm like, I'm used to being scared. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you'll be too comfortable this year. I heard I I saw someone on Facebook say that they think the first two are like a lock city and Liverpool, and then the rest of us will scramble. And that's true. Like when you guys mentioned Everton and Leicester, because you guys know from last year I don't rate Leicester. I think they'll finish eighth or even tenth. But let's say we even include them. We're talking about six more teams yeah. that Everton hasn't lost a game. Yeah. We have you know, it's just two games, sure. Mm. But these teams haven't lost games yet. And you still have to include United, even though they lost and haven't played their second game. Yeah, we'll they have pedigree. Yeah, they'll, they'll bounce back. So we're talking about six teams that may be clustered in that top eight. It may be top... In fact, you may even have to ignore the yeah, top right. two. And yeah. then think about the next six. And that's another battle in and of itself. So this year will be interesting. I don't think... I don't know. I don't know if we'll be too close to like a, a true title race apart from like maybe two teams i think that's fair to say that's what things will happen i think just to wrap, wrap it up i think the winner this is a win like 1991 points i think that's what we're going to talk back to 99 those late 90s points is not happening this season this is like 91 points second will probably be like 85 yeah you know and i think i, I think it's going to be 60 Liverpool. i don't know what you know depending on how this window goes i think it's going to be either or that's that's what i think happens and you may Top four predictions will change. It will be very fluid, depending on transfer window, I think. Uh, Welcome to Wolves Art and Wolves Not. This is your Fantasy Premier League segment of the Fantasy Footy Podcast. So, who's at? In FPL, which is just two game weeks in, well... DCL of Everton. The Blues have been on fire and he has scored four goals and his price has risen from 7.0 to 7.2. He is definitely hot and um, seems like Carlo Ancelotti is trying to turn him into the new Inzaghi. He said in an interview he has told Dominic Calvert-Lewin all you need to do to score a goal is put it's in with one touch. So that's what DCL has been doing. He has scored four goals. And all of them have been in. Put in, in with one touch. <laughs> so he is at. And if you're thinking of trying to shake up your attacking lineup. That's somebody you probably need to get into your team. Before his price rises again. Because probably before the weekend. It will rise to 7.3. Now, who's not hot? Well, you might have to take a pick from the Chelsea players, the new ones. At the moment, Kai Havertz is not hot. He has played two games, no assists, no goals, and he's been sold in a high number of transfers. 
and it's probably going to get its price dropping from 8.5 billion to 8.4 million very very soon so if you're thinking of reinvesting and getting cheaper midfielders who are scoring goals and getting assists do it as quickly as possible because Kai Havertz is not hot and if you're looking also to strengthen your defense line you can't go wrong by trying to get in a couple of Leicester City defenders. We have Castane and we also have Justin who are getting goals and assists. And they're doing well for Leicester so far. So these are cheap alternatives for you to get into your defense if you're trying to rebuild after spending too much on your attacking options and your midfield options. And also, if you're looking for a goalkeeper who's 4.5 million and who's probably going to do good for you, look no further than Emiliano Martinez. The ex-Arsenal goalkeeper started today and played against... Um, he played in a match against Sheffield United and saved the penalty on his debut. So, it's looking like he's going to do well. For 4.5 million, you can't go wrong. It's a cheap alternative to have. So that's somebody you could be looking to draft in before his price rises. Because you just know everybody's going to start jumping on that bandwagon. Saving a penalty and keeping a clean sheet in your first game is going to draw so much attention. So get on that train as soon as possible if you need to. So those are our tips for this week. Watch out for the next segment in the next podcast. So in the meantime, have a good one. Cheers. Well, guys, thank you for coming on. Dax, thanks for coming. Uh, EJ, leave us a like, follow, share, you know, subscribe to our pod. Uh, thanks, everybody.